What is the biggest problem affecting your PDR business? What is the one thing holding you back from taking the next step? What do you need to change to get the business growth you want? All these questions have the same answer. It's your mindset. My name is Corey Kleinfeld, and this is the PDR Coach Podcast, where I coach you on mindset around yourself and your PDR business. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the PDR Coach Podcast. Today we have Jack Buccano on the podcast. He has a shop in South Dakota, has only been doing PDR full-time for about six years, but has a very successful business. A couple of weeks ago, Gene Fetty mentioned Jack on a previous podcast that Jack is one of the very few people he knows that's a self-starter. He said I should have him on, so I reached out to Jack and he was gracious enough to come onto the podcast. Want to hear a little bit about his story, see if we can learn a thing or two from him and see what his thoughts are on the state of our industry. What's going on, Jack? Hey, man. Good to be here. I'm excited, man. How I start every episode, let's hear your story, or every episode that's an interview, um, let's hear your story. How'd you get into PDR and find this weird little niche? Um, all right. So I guess kind of uh, obviously rewinding quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I was originally in the auto body industry. I got out of high school in 2007, went to auto body uh, schooling or collision repair refinishing whatnot mm-hmm. at the local tech school. Um, graduated in 2009. While I was in school, I was working at a body shop in the process from basically over the time frame, uh, floor sweeper all the way up to the, the painter um, and whatnot nice. in it. Um, and in about 2010, um, I had seen some previous uh, PDR guys works that were local and they did okay. You know, like by today's standards, looking at it now, I'd be like, that's absolutely horrible. <laughs> but at the time um, I was like, you know, the dense flatter but has some texture if you know what I mean and quite frankly it was it was pimpled up but um anyways um so like I said uh, flash forward to 2010 here back to 2010 um I saw a PDR technician's work um I remember specifically it was a yellow ram pickup and we had like three you know one inch dance something like that on the fender and we took it to him and never really seen much of his work but when we when we got it back we had all three guys in the shop here eyeballing the heck out of that mm-hmm. fender and we couldn't couldn't see nothing we're like <laughs> where like what what do you mean it's completely gone like what what kind of witchcraft is Didn't this so i awesome. knew at that point seeing that and seeing that that attention to detail and perfection i had i had to do this i was totally in um at the time you know i know a lot of guys you know maybe get into it because of the financial side of it or something like that. Um, I was completely in on the, the skill set of it because that just my mind blown, my absolutely mind blown. So I ended up interacting with this technician here. Um, he had just opened his own independent shop and went from an in-house tech um, to running his own business. Um, went over to his shop of uh, one day just to pick up a car, swap out a swap out some damage. And I was, you know, chatting with him about some tools and, you know, where, where do I even start? Yeah. Um, and he mentioned, you know, Hey man, check out a one tools. That's who I've got. Um, so, um, and then basically throughout that, like the next few weeks, I went over to his shop. Uh, I think it was literally only like three times, um, for an hour or two working on just a junk hood with a hand tool. And, oh my God, that is so difficult when you have no experience trying to push straight up on a dent. Like (laughs) now it's no problem with a hand tool, no leverage at all. But I was like, man, this is really difficult. And then, you know, he'd come over on his little, you know, chair slide on over and just boop. Yep. No big deal. And I'm like, what the, what? So anyways, so, um, um, I guess from there on then I finally, um, ended up saving up the money finally. And I, I did not, um, I had to buy a 33 masterpiece set with the light, 
um, from A1. Right. And I remember it costing me $1,000. And at that time, holy cow, that was a big investment for something that I would... Um, also, that same tech, but uh, sorry to go back. Um, he okay. recommended to me getting some screwdrivers, bending them, shaping them, and just starting off just to even get an idea yeah, how um, metal what works. I could do on my own time. Um, so I was pretty intrigued, and I just knew, like, man, you're never going to get to it unless you just invest the tools. So let me let me take you back just a little bit. So I've interviewed yep. other people on the podcast. I've I've been in and out of you know dozens of body shops throughout my career. Mm-hmm. It seems like every body guy that walks in and sees a dent, a dent guy come in, fix three dents to perfect level, leave in 45 minutes with a, you know, if they see the paycheck, they're like, oh, that's, that's an impressive amount of, amount of money for 45 minutes or whatever. What, what made you different from all the other PDR guys that, or all the other body guys? I've had body guys for years say, oh, I tried this. Every body guy out there has, has a set of tools that they messed with. Mm-hmm. How did you like the money part, the thousand dollars for the tools, the seeing it being fascinated. How did you get from being a body guy to saying like PDR is what I want to do. You have any insight onto that for those guys listening that are trying to decide whether or not they want to do this? Just the, I think it was just straight up the technical skill of it. Like the, 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 and then especially after you try it or start trying to do it, um, it just intrigued me even more. Like, man, I got to, this is, I don't, I don't, I don't even, I really don't know why I just, I saw the difficulty of it and knew that I wanted to do it because I remember even at the time when I was, you know, painting cars at the body shop, mm-hmm. I remember being in the level of telling myself, I want to be the guy that people bring their cars to because they know he's going to do a fantastic job. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's a lot of, I have a lot of pride in everything that I do. And a lot of that comes from growing up to where like, I remember like, and my dad owns his own, uh, frame repair, uh, unibody shop and he's owned it since 91. Um, I was always growing up with the mentality of if you're, if you're not going to do it to the best of your ability or to the the best that you possibly can, why are you even bothering? Like, why would you half-ass something when you can, you know, do it to the highest level? Um, and he always had a lot of attention to detail. I mean, I remember flashing back to doing Pinewood Derby cars and Boy Scouts and having to (laughs) sand the car for what seemed like days. Um, but then when I showed up with my car, it was the absolute nicest paint finish. It blew everybody's out of the water. So, I mean, you know, I don't know, I guess maybe it was something to do with that attention to detail and the, the skill level of it. That was really, it, I really enjoyed. That I guess attracted I, I'm you. A, yeah. And, and I'm, and I'm a pretty attention to detail kind of guy. So yeah. I think that also really drew me. Um, and I will focus in, I mean, there, I, I believe I've done podcasts on this before. I believe there's a big difference. There's a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And I think you just passed over something. You said like, when you tried it and failed, like you said, when you tried it and failed and tried it and failed for the first thousand times you ever pushed on a dent, yeah, that made you want it more. And that's a hundred percent falls in the growth mindset. There's a lot of people out yep. there that when they fail, that is reason to give up but you combine with your, with your upbringing, your attention detail and that growth mindset, when you fail, that was like, okay, let's let, give me some more of this. Cause now I really want to succeed. And so that's something mm-hmm. to focus on when like, try to have that mentality. Cause you'll fail in debt repair, fail in business, fail in life, fail in sales, fail in all those things. Like the only way to get better is to fail. So when you fail, mm-hmm. learn from that and grow and get better. Um, and that's what you focus on. So that's awesome. So we're back to like, you, you put up a thousand bucks, right. And you're like young twenties. I didn't have a thousand bucks when I was 20, right. Yeah. I did, but if I, if right. I would have drank yeah. maybe some less beer or gone to, you know, probably had a thousand dollars. 
Um, yeah. I didn't have a thousand bucks at 22, three, four, five, whatever you are. So you put up yep. a good chunk of money for you to get yep. these A1 tools. In, in, into it, in, in, and then not only that, but I put yeah. in that chunk of money into something where I couldn't even fix a dent. Yet. You couldn't fix a dent. Yeah. And I'm talking, I'm <laughs> yeah. talking the smallest, like, like, like flicker of right. a dent, if you, yeah. you know what I mean? So for sure. Um, so now you're there. So you spent the money on tools. You're like, all right, I want to do this. I'm going to try on this, my, this local guy's hood. I suck. Let me buy tools. Now what? <laughs> then what Just, do you got uh, A lot of uh, kind of going, you know, like what Gene said, self-starter. Um, mm -hmm. I remember going to work all day long and, and working a lot of, a lot of time, you know, 10, 12 hour days, but then getting done with work and going back, going home and pushing on a hood mm -hmm. and, and my dad's, you know, uh, cold storage shop basically behind his regular shop. And, nice. you know, I was still living at home. So that obviously helped a lot with the, uh, with the sure. paying a thousand dollars for tools. Cause there, there have been no, I mean, I would have had to save up so long yeah. um, at that time, but anyways, um, just, you know, the want to do it. And, and I've got a lot of, um, uh, I guess, I don't know how to motivation for myself. Mm -hmm. Like it'll literally eat me alive. Like, I know in the last few months, I've been very hesitant on doing any, like, I love video production, doing all that kind of stuff. And it'll eat away at me like every single day, but eventually it'll just get to me so far, so much to where I'm like, all right, it's, I know it's one o'clock in the morning. I should be sleeping, but I got to get up and do this because it's just going to, it's just, it's just going to bug me. Um, and same thing with PDR. Like, you know, it's really easy to get off work you know, from a body shop job, especially, I think. And, uh, you know, you're working sweating all day, getting dusty, get paint all over you and everything. And at six, seven, eight o'clock at night, most people just want to sit and watch TV or, you know, go hang out with friends, whatever. I don't know. It doesn't really yeah. matter. Whatever, anything whatever disconnect from work. Not, not and I'd go <laughs> and I go to myself and go, you ain't ever going to do this unless you do it. I mean, quite, that you just, you got to put in the time, you got to put in the work and the effort, um, the skill will come just like, I know they, I know so many people have said that the skill will come the time mm -hmm. that you have to put in the time and the effort now to get better. Um, and don't think that it's all rainbows and sunshine. And, you know, I was the most positive person the entire time on it because there's a lot of times where I'm thinking to myself, you know, a year or two after I got my tools, cause I still was not even doing this full time. I was just kind of uh, on the side pushing the yeah, dent yeah. here, what, yeah. you know, kind of making a dent different, you know what I mean? And there were a lot of times where I was telling myself, what am I doing here? I just spent a thousand, I spent, not now, but I spent a thousand dollars on these tools two years ago and I haven't even made a thousand dollars yet to pay for the tool, not even to break even. In two years. Um, in two years. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, and just having the, the mindset to just push through and do, I don't know. I, I can't explain it. It's just, that's how I am. Like it would, it would just, it eats away at me and that's how I get to it. And I realized that a lot of people are not like that, which Part of me is kind of envious of that, you know, like when I started I just, my business, I was just going to say that. Yeah. yeah when, there's when a catch I, 22 I, for both, both. Oh yeah, totally. Like, like when I started my business in uh, 2017, um, you know, for basically two summers, it was, if I wasn't physically pushing on a den, I was in my right here, the same place I'm in right yeah, now, yeah. the office working on the computer, you know, and really pumping out a lot of social media content videos, um, researching, you know, Google AdWords, um, you know, and if you're, mm -hmm. you know, at, at some point you do need to, in my opinion, you do need yeah. to probably hire a professional, which I have now, but at the time, you know, I didn't have the money. So you yeah. got to do what you got to do to make ends meet. And, you know, that's another 
I don't know. Yeah. So we'll get to some tactical at the end. I want, I don't do a ton of tactical advice on this. I work mostly yep. on the mind, not like how to do this to market, but, but because mm-hmm. you're so proficient at it and everyone points to you for, for the social media and all that stuff, we'll come to that. But you mm-hmm. mentioned that you were talking to other people and they said like, you know, it takes time to get perfect. You're, you know, you were just making a dent different, all that stuff. Who were you talking to? How did you find these people and how did they help progress you la, la, forward? A lot of that was a lot more minds, my, myself telling me that, okay. you know, okay. looking at yeah. dance, you know, I mean, like, I'm not going to BS myself because I, I know that I'm lying to myself, you know, like, you know, and I, and I remember having, I mean, being out working, I remember it was a, like a Ford escape mid 2005, let's say hood. I think it was one of my buddy's cars, actually his hood that he gave to me. Cause it was smashed trash anyways um because i definitely would not would not have wanted to work on any of this stuff when i first started for sure um and i just remember looking at the dents and you know like my dad would come out or my mom you know they're, and they're all very encouraging and helped me just a tremendous amount throughout my life but like my mom would be like and i don't even see what you're talking about and i'm like still there i don't i don't know what you're seeing but i'm seeing it you know what i mean and you know and 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 just certain things and um you know and i I don't know. I mean, just a lot of it was myself. And then, you know, like in the process of doing the the learning part of it, like literally like when I started, like when I got the tools or before I even got tools, I remember watching so many of Mike Toledo's videos and mm-hmm. Sal's and just seeing the attention to detail. And, and I remember, and I know we talked about this last week about yeah. watching one of Mike's videos um, way back. I mean, this was probably 2009, maybe even when I first even heard about it um, about, um, you know, are you cut out to be a PDR tech? And he literally just went through and just, I mean, probably ticked a lot of people off quite frankly with the video, but it was just a lot of, if you're an easy quitter, if you want to get off work and just go have some beers and, and completely disconnect, which there's nothing wrong with that. No, You probably not. If you're in the starting process of this, you're probably not going to make it. And that would an entrepreneur in general. And absolutely. PDR yep. Yep. So, I mean, you know, just uh, being very hard on myself and not, you know, taking what people, you know, the people that you love that are going to tell you the stuff that you want to hear. Yeah. Oh yeah. It looks great. You know, like I can do better. You know what I mean? So, so, so now we're in 2020, you have a successful Uh shop, you do hail damage, you do clean repairs. You, you put the other guys to shame that you saw originally in the body shop world. How'd you get there? How'd you get from the two years of training a PDR of making $0 spending a thousand on tools to where you are now? What happened in that space? So making the jump in 2014 to go full-time into paintless dent repair. So I was in the body shop, you know, like I said, painter, not really getting any more higher up in the chain of command at that place, you know, other than owning it. So um, I got a call from that technician that I'd originally mentioned earlier to come work for him at that. He had been hired at the reconditioning center for the, dealership in town that he had previously worked at prior. Mm. Um, and I just thought, you know, this is offer of a lifetime. I need to take this. Mm-hmm. And I love, I absolutely loved where I worked, the body shop. I was best friends with the guys. They knew all, you know, my yeah. family, they'd come, you know, we go fishing together. We'd go up to Northern Minnesota, Canada, water, waters, fishing, ice fishing, everything. So, I mean, like these are, these are literally, you know, my best friends, best friends yeah. and to make that jump was probably one of one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do. But I just knew that if you're not going to do this and take this, then 
you know, you're, you're, you're missing out basically. You know those I mean? are those big so, opportunities in life right there that you come to those oh, crossroads. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like those friends had to go away. You could still be friends with them and maybe yep. you still are today. Maybe not. I don't know. Yep, I am. Yep. But you still can be friends with them. And it's like, where do you want to go in life? And so you, you actually have the opportunity to go actually work as an, instead of employee for the body shop, you are now an employee for a dealership doing yep. debt repair in-house. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how, how did that, how did that process work out? How was, how was um, working in the in-house? You learned a lot, obviously. Oh yeah. I learned a lot. I got to touch there. a, I got to, I got to touch a lot. No, well, actually the money, the, it was pretty good okay. money, okay. Um, it, especially towards the end. Yeah. But um, it was just a, it was good, but it was good. But the, the, the better, the, the better I got, the more I, I personally, um, felt that I was getting penalized for speed. So let's yes. say when I first started, let's say that good size body line den on a fender. And I, I remember all the repairs that I'm sure. talking about sure, here. Yeah. I remember it was an accurate TSX front fender, deep body line den on the front fender. And I'm looking at that going, I can fix that. And they're going, well, I think we're going to body shop. And I'm like, no, I'll, I'll fix that. I got you. Yeah, no, I can do it. And they're yeah. like, well, okay, we'll give you some time, but we'll expect to have to pay. Okay, you know, little Jack. You... Okay, little yeah, Jack. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> pat on the head. You know, whatever. That's And that's fine. Um, but um, oh, no. I remember I remember doing it and getting paid like four hours on it, which, mm-hmm. you know, that in, in, you know, in a flat rate tech, you know, and I probably did it in hour and a half, two, I don't know, two hours, two yeah. hours, let's say three hours. Even. Sure. Um, so then, so then as I proceed, proceeded to get better and, you right. know, you work in PDR every single day on however many cars, you know, mm-hmm. m- you know, 10 to 15, whatever, I don't know, whatever, we'll say something like that. Yeah. You, your skill is going to ramp up substantially faster mm-hmm. doing that every single day, all day long. Um, and then, um, when I started to get into more complex repairs down the road, um, a lot of it came down to now instead of commission based, you know, you're getting paid for your, you know, no matter how long it takes you to how long is that going to take you? And I'm like, well, wait a minute here. This doesn't make any sense. It like <laughs> now that I'm getting better, faster, um, ju- well, just like I told you just before yeah, our call sure. here that I yeah. talked with a customer with the same thing. Yeah. Anyways, um, it, it shouldn't matter how long it takes me um, to, to a certain degree, I'm not, I'm not saying a quarter size dent needs to cost a million dollars or a thousand dollars, maybe, maybe on some cars, but, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's just, it, 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 to a certain level, it doesn't matter. And, the and values in the I started repair, seeing, not in the time absolutely. Takes, and yeah. I, and I started seeing a lot of resistance from, uh, management, you know, management, yeah. um, all that. Um, and then, and then throughout that process, you know, I started listening, literally when I started, you know, I started listening to PDR college, which yep. was, man, I owed them. Every, I mean, I, I would say everything in my life and career from that for now. I for agree. Giving I me that learned mindset. a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, um, going to the mobile tech. So I know we, we chatted about this yeah, going to the yeah. mobile tech expo. Yeah. And I think it was 16 was my first year, if I remember mm-hmm. right. And so here I am, I, you know, what am I? 20, I don't know. Yeah. No. Whatever. Anyways, 2016 or so, um, going to the second advanced skills seminar that they had. Mm-hmm. Here I am, a kid that had been doing PDR a year, year and a half, full time, in house, um, in house, yeah. And going with the dealership kind of mindset, if you will, to a certain degree. Yeah. Going there, this is the, literally the first vacation I'd ever been on by myself. So I'd always gone with family, friends. I'm literally flying, jumping in a plane from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, flying down to Orlando 
and talking to people and meeting people that I've never met before. I mean, and, that was a weird. And if I remember correctly, the advanced skills seminar was like 3000 or 2000 to 2000. Yeah. It was 2, like 1800 to 2000, something like that. Plus and I had flight, to pay for plus all the hotel, that. Plus. So you're, you're in another, you know, you're investing in yourself and in your business. And that's, that's another key here is like, how can you always level up? You can sometimes level up with videos, YouTube, following people on Facebook. Mm -hmm. But if you really want to level up, putting a little bit of, of your money, your hard earned money on the line makes a big difference. So mm -hmm. went to the second ever advanced skills, met a bunch of people, I'm guessing. And, oh yeah, met, met all sorts of people. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, a lot of them I still chat with to this day. Um, and they've all been very beneficial, but I think the, and, and, you know, talk to, you know, a lot of people were really surprised. They're like, you're an in-house tech. Like what? Yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> what, what do you, what do you, what do you mean in-house tech? Oh, that must be nice. They paid for your, you know, a vacation. And I'm like, no, I had to pay for it. And they're like, what, what are you doing? What do you mean? You're, you're an in-house tech mm -hmm. and you're paying for this education for you, for, for your company, for your dealership, for yeah. yourself. Because, yeah. because I had talked to the management and asked them, you know, Hey, you know, Hey, what's the, what's the odds of being reimbursed or, you know, maybe yeah. splitting it down the middle or something. No, 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 we won't do that. I'm like, yeah. okay, you're, well, you're, you're good already. You don't need to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't need to advance in it. And, and at that time I had no professional direct train in my opinion. Um, yeah. you know, I, you know, working with a guy here and there does not no, training. No. Um, so anyways, I, I, I knew that I, so I'd already listened to PDR college podcast for yeah. over a full year or whatnot, knew about the first year seminar, couldn't quite cut it that year. Yeah. But the second year I was like, you know what, after hearing all the aftermath on the podcast, you're like, I'm going, I'm going, I just need to save. I don't know what I need to do. If I need Make to happen. sell a kidney, whatever, I'm going to make this happen <laughs> regardless. Um, and anyway, so then went to, uh, I guess to the second seminar. So that, well, the third seminar but my second year attendance was where it just blew it blew up i i met so many guys mm -hmm. uh not guys i met so many now friends very good friends of mine yeah. um that i stay in touch with weekly some of them daily um at weekly and um and got you know everybody some of them had heard about me maybe saw me on the line online and stuff like that and were like oh hey yeah in-house tech yeah yeah so um we're going to be, uh, you're going to be quitting on Monday when you get back from mobile tech. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll be looking forward to hearing the journey. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. Uh, eh. <laughs> you know, all the way up to where one of the guys, Cameron, he called me Monday morning and say, Hey man, we're outside. Me and TC are outside uh, to pick up your tools. Uh, what, which door are you at? And I'm like, well, what, what? Like, no way. No, no way. So I go, you know, I'm obviously peeking outside out the door. Like, this guy's got to be kidding me. And he was, he was, he was totally, yeah, he was me. messing with you because you're but, back uh, in South but, Dakota and these guys, yeah. okay. so this and is it's is winter this time at this time too. <laughs> okay. So, so is this happening like over drinks and stuff? Like later they're like this, you're, you're too good for in-house. Like you yep. have the advanced skills seminar. Like obviously you, you're looking for something bigger in life and they're like, I can't believe you're an in-house guy. It's not going to work. You're quitting on Monday. And you're like, oh, I'm mm -hmm. not going to quit on Monday. Okay. So yeah. I, okay. just so everyone know. Okay. And they're like, yep. I'm out, I'm outside come out let's get your yes toolbox. so so it okay. wasn't like uh like you know it wasn't just a bar talk seminar talk <laughs> yeah. and then everybody just went their own separate way and i never talked to these guys again the and and, and an another another right here another good buddy of mine patrick um he, i remember him calling me a little bit later in the week and was like so um did you put in that two-week notice yet yeah I'm like, quit, like, yeah. like come on dude come on and he's like serious about you, that you, you, you know you know i gotta i gotta 
I got to push you. And I'm like, dude, I, I really appreciate you following up and being, you know, and that was the, and, 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 and mind you, this was the year that I met all these guys. So yes. I literally met these guys, knew them for less than a week, not even a week, uh, five days, yeah, something like three, that. Three, four days. Yeah. And they're following up with me and pushing yeah. me to that level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I just, you know. So yeah. did you quit that week? No, no, I did not. Uh, so I went through, I ended up staying at the dealership again, uh, still for about another year and a half. So I had to go through three mm, mobile tech expos to get with it advanced skill <laughs> seminars and getting poked and prodded, which was hilarious. I, I love it all. I love, I love yeah. talking about it actually now it, 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 it's entertaining. Um, but you know, went through the last year and I remember talking with the, the, so my second year I went, I remember talking with, uh, Patrick and, uh, Wade Hartley about Mm -hmm. this. And Mm -hmm. I literally, again, just met him at the bar after drinks and he's a hilarious, funny guy. Yeah. I think everyone knows. He kind of, yeah, absolutely. Right. (laughs) And so he ended up mentioning, I remember to me is Patrick and me were kind of talking about it and he was kind of bringing up some of the quote unquote difficulties that I was experiencing at the dealership. And Wade just kind of turned and looked at me and he goes, you know, you already know that it's not going to get any better. It's not going to 180 turn around. You're not going to be getting Paul Cording pricing that you're trying to get or even remote the close to it, quite frankly. Yeah, close, um, yeah. So what are you waiting for? And I was like, damn, damn that's hardcore. Like he's right. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. And, and I remember and throughout this, you know, throughout these years, I talked with family members and stuff like that about it as well. Um, and, you know, you get mixed opinions on that, obviously. Um, oh, a lot yeah. of it was a lot more encouraging. But I remember my sister, uh, me and her having um, – food one night and we're talking about it. she's like so why don't you just quit and do it like you're very passionate about what you do you're going to these seminars you're doing all this stuff what are you, what are you waiting for mm-hmm. and i was like wow you know like so what was that what was preventing you at the time fear of oh yeah absolutely it was, it was absolutely fear it. and i and i remember um you know and and all through and i, I don't want to get into a huge timeline thing but yeah. throughout this time frame as well being an in-house tech i was switched to commission so that was financially better for me, sure. but I was trying to buy a house at the time. So then I had to get a house. I ended up having my, my parents were more than happy to co-sign for me other than when they got to the paperwork side of it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, and I remember, um, you know, my parents chatting about it and, you know, my mom definitely had some concern about it, you know, cause she knows the struggles that she saw my dad go through. I'm yeah. Sure. And back when he started in 91. You know, yeah. And, and I was, mm-hmm. young, and I was young. I was three years old when he started his business and my sister was one. So, I mean, you can imagine having two little kids, so I out and starting a business, I cannot imagine and buying a house and then yeah. having to buy in 1991, I think it was like a, I don't even remember what the frame rack cost, but he was like the frame rack yeah. payment was more than their house payment. We're right? in very similar situations. I didn't realize. Cause I, when my dad started debt pro in 1991, actually. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, really? I, yeah. I was five. Cool. Yep. Yep. And I had an older brother and an older sister and a younger, so he had four kids and it was a franchise back in the day. Him and his partner went in together and cost $60,000 to get into yep. the franchise and get the, I'm going to air quote here, training of how to do debt repair. Basically, like uh-huh. look at a PVC pipe and push on the back of the metal until it's yep. you know, flat or flatter. Um, yep. So yeah, very similar situation. So so they're looking at you like, like I don't, like on one hand, I know how hard it was to start a business, but on the other hand, I don't think you're married with a wife and kids right now. So if no, you're ever going to start a business, nope. yep. maybe now is better than, than when you have little children, right? And, and, um, yep. Interesting. Okay. That's and cool and go, kind of going back just to, I know we talked about the growth mindset. I told yeah. myself, you know, quite a few years ago, um, I wanted to be in my own house um, by the time I was 28 and my own business by 30. And I beat both oh. of those by a year. Nice. I mean, 
That's I mean, fantastic. You know, so, so going back to the, you know, the, the transition into potentially starting a business, yeah. you know, like, you know, like my mom, I don't want to say she had doubts, but she was definitely a thinker about it, I guess more like more rational, like rational. Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't even know the terminology and that's, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. But I remember my dad being like, I have absolutely no, nothing but faith in everything that you're going to do. I have no, I have no worry. I have yeah. no worry. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. He, the rational and, and, mind says don't says don't start a business because absolutely. it's all fear. It's all scary. Yep. It's all unknown. It's all uncertain. But I think all the good stuff comes after that. I mean, if you're, if you're chasing for the comfort and chasing for the stability and all that stuff, then your growth potential is just limited, you know, yeah. in, in a business. Um, and, and, I, and I do want to just touch on, I'm not saying any, I, I love my mom, but I, I understand that she had just a sure. little bit different mindset and there's nothing wrong with that. I just nope. want to clarify that. But you know, she's, had always been an employee and my dad had been a business owner. So yeah. I, there, there, right there, different, you've got two extremes yeah. and, and I, and I, I, and, and now mom, abs, you know, I, she always has, she gets it. helped me so much when I'm out traveling the hail trail, coming to get my mail, checking on my yeah. house. I mean, I absolutely, I was, both my, both my parents. Yeah. Um, I absolutely awesome, love, love them. That. So, so, so you quit eventually <laughs> at yes. some point. You no, quit. I got, no, 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 I, no, no, I got fired. Oh, you got fired. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Let's so, hear it. So, okay. So the third year of mobile tech expo for me would have been 2017. Uh huh. Um, so this is the third go around of everybody telling me when you yeah. quit, when you quit, when you quit. And, Did you see um, Jack? You're like, Hey Jack, you're on your own now. And you're like, yeah, like, no, no like, where, what's that shirt you wearing? What is, that's, that says dealership still. What the <laughs> heck is that? You know what I mean? So, cause I was always, I was always going to those and representing, you know, wearing my, you know, polos. I always wanted to wear polo shirts because I, I feel like oh, they so you were, yeah, better. You, so, yeah. so I'm even going there representing the company that I'm working for, which I, on I your have own no, dime. I have no, yeah, on my own time, which I have no problem with. Own dime, um, yeah. So um, the third year was obviously the biggest pusher for me because it was the same year I <laughs> started my business. So I got back from Mobile Tech Expo and I want to say it was like February 3rd or something like that. Okay. I filed for my business name through uh, Legal Zoom. I think it was mm-hmm. Legal Zoom. Yeah, yeah. that sounds And right. uh, applied for the tax ID and all that stuff. And and it had business cards printed up and, and all that stuff. And started going the, you know, doing what I had to do. Um, and then from there, um, when I had free time, I was going around to uh, body shops and handing out cards and introducing myself and saying, you know, and quite frankly, uh, most of the dealership, actually, I think almost every single one has a in-house tech. So that's a very unique situation wow. from a lot yeah, of people. They're like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, yeah, the biggest one here, the biggest uh, dealership in the area, I think they have three in-house techs that I know of. Damn. Um, I've never met any of them, but I know that there's three there. That's um, crazy. So that's another mind shift. Like what? And like the dealership I worked at, we had two at the time. And I think they have... I, I'm pretty sure they have two or maybe three now. I don't know. So now um, you're so, going, now you're going against, you're going against, you know, the complete, like the entire state of your industry in South Dakota. You're trying to, to, I would say buck that whole system. It's actually a yep. good pun for your last name. Trying to buck nail that whole system, right. And go out <laughs> onto your own when everyone's telling you, except for your dad, really like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Every dealership's like, mm, we have all in house guys. You can't make it if you're not in house. How do you get, how do you get past all of that? So you kept, you're selling to dealerships and everyone's telling you everyone's in house, bud. Sorry. You do, you do, you do certain things to get fired and then you have to make it work. <laughs> uh, like talk, 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 talk. Yeah. Talking to Gene, like what he mentioned on it, on the pot, you know, burning the boats. Yep. He literally told me that exact same thing. 
mm-hmm. because I was in the process of, of, of chatting with him and multiple others mm-hmm. and, you know, about this. And I was taking the video course at the time, well, slightly before that, yeah. but, uh, you know, starting to make videos. And then I started to make videos. I had the dealership that I was working at with the dealership and the, not the, not, not, yeah, yeah, absolutely on there. And, and, and that, I, I totally, dude, I, I would, I totally deserve to get fired. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, I didn't, um, you can't, you can't do that, but I, I literally was not mad. Um, so, um, it was April 17th, the day after Easter, um, went in and worked all day, um, without getting too far involved in it. anyways, mm-hmm. um, came back from lunch, got told I needed, you know, Hey, let's, uh, you know, from the manager, let's meet in the conference, Office, whatever, yeah. break room, whatever. And I walk in and the HR guy's sitting there I'm like, Oh boy. So they just basically brought up that I was going to be terminated. Um, and then I needed to pack up my stuff and give my key back. And, and I, a lot of people would be met with a lot of fear there. I had, I bet the biggest damn smile I've ever had in my life. You were ready, you were ready <laughs> so, man. <laughs> oh, dude, I was ready. I was ready. I remember um, being told that and everything. And I had two hill cars sitting there waiting and I go uh, from, I think it was enterprise or something like that. Yeah. And, I go, well, I mean, like, do you guys want me to finish those cars before I get out of here? Like, how do you, and they're like, uh, go, no, this is right now. <laughs> like you need to pack up your stuff right now and leave today. Oh, oh and it's like man. three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay. Um, all right, well, I better call up and get a trailer. So I call up my dad and I go, Hey dad, um, I need to use the little uh, trailer. And uh, if you wouldn't mind coming and giving me some help moving my toolbox. And he's like, Whoa, what's, what's going on? And I'm like, well, I just got fired. And he goes, what? Like he was surprised yeah. and, and I was like, no, dude, it's, it's no big deal. We'll just get my stuff over to my house and it's time to roll time to make you're, this happen. And you're, you bought a house with a shop in it. Yeah. Right? House yeah, okay. with a detached garage, detached uh, garage 20, 26 shop. by 36. So what eight seventy five square foot. Um, yeah. and that's where all the videos, all my work yep. other than when I'm traveling, um, is done. And, um, I absolutely love, I love it. That's um, perfect, man. So I get to work at home. I work. I don't know, 30 feet away from my house that, um, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's great. That's really cool. That's so, and, and, but, setup. but, 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 but this house and this situation was purchased as a long, you know, this was what was going to happen. So it, was, it wasn't like, was I just happened to buy a garage, a big ass garage. Mm-hmm. It was like, Hey, I need a garage with a house. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? So, that's so the vision. Uh, because I knew it was, a, I knew it was eventually going to come. And then, uh, throughout the times of still being employed, you know, went on ahead and rebuilt the garage, cleaned it up, put in nice new led lighting, made it what it is now. Um, mm-hmm. and then still improving on it. So, yeah, that's fantastic, man. Great story. Hopefully a lot of people learn a couple things throughout that story about overcoming some stuff and everything. So now April 17th, you're fired. You're on your own. You've the, I think the only sales you've done is gone to dealerships and said, Hey, can I help you? And they're like, no, we're all in house. So, so where do you go now? You're, you're, you got your own business. You're in your shop. Where do you start? Um, so obviously right away I did go around to a lot of the, um, car lots and stuff like that. Um, just, I, and I have, I quite frankly, I have no want to do that kind of work, but Anymore, um, I re- I, even then. no, even then, even yeah. then I quite really didn't really but want you needed it. Some but money. I realized that there's, I need, I realized that there is a, there is revenue to be made there. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, Hey, when you start a business, you got to work on almost every, any and everything, Whatever you, gotta you. Yeah. you know, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can sit in front of the computer and work on doing stuff to make retail stuff. But at the end of the day, that ain't going to pay the bills. Cause you need yeah. to make, maybe make money. Yes. So, um, I remember having, um, 
you know, a couple conversations with the same text that encouraged me to leave, sure. um, you know, a month or two after. And, and obviously I called almost all these guys right away when all this happened and they were like, Whoa. And, yeah. you know, I remember Gene being, ha- everybody being happy, everybody, everybody awesome. that I called and told, um, and totally supportive and hey, man, anything I can do at all, just call. And so that was very awesome. And, um, anyways, so, uh, went out there and marketed myself and, um, you know, two car lots and dealerships and got told the same thing. Everybody does. We already got a guy. We already got a guy, blah, blah, blah. Yep. It happens everywhere. And I, and I told, you know, even sometimes you even got to tell them, you know, straight up before they even, you know, you got to almost disarm them and go, I know you have a guy. But here's what lot. I can do. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, and I remember doing a, a car for a, a lift gate. Um, I've got actually pictures on my website of it. It was one of the first, one of the first ones I did for car lot. Nice. Um, and their guy had turned it down and I told them during my talking process that if there's anything that he can't do, yeah. call me. Call me. And I'm in the front talking with some of the other salesmen, giving him some cards. You know, I'm a pretty yeah. personable person. Yeah. And he goes, Well, hey, Jack, actually, I thought about what you said. I got something out here. Why don't you come out and take a look at it? And, and it's, it's like, a, oh, uh, sure. <laughs> No, actually it wasn't that bad. Okay. Um, not not to any of yeah. any, any of any guys that are gonna be listening to this, any high high yeah. end tech, they'd be like, I can't do that. Like, first this, off, the edge, this was the edge, beginning. First off, I had the edge jack, so I was golden. Oh go, yeah, <laughs> that's what I needed. So, um, anyway, so ended up fixing a car for them. They were mind blown away, everything like that. Mm. But that still was not enough to yep. for sure. Account, which you know, um, yep. a lot of guys do. Not so I went time. in there a handful more times and, and marketed myself and a couple other bigger of the nicer used car lots. Mm. Um, and one of the guys even told me they had two, they had two guys that they switched, switched off with for, for PDR. Not um, in-house guys, actually. Not in-house, okay. not in-house. Yep. Yep. So these contractors, um, the guy, I went in there, I think it was either the second or third time. And he goes, Jack, I've seen your stuff online. I really admire your hustle and you coming in here after I've already told you a handful of times, but like, it's just not, you're just not what stop. we need right now. <laughs> Basically stop. Yeah. And, and realistically looking back, I should have continued to pursue it, mm-hmm. but I just went, you know what? I just, I want, I only want to do retail anyways. So yeah. why am I, I need to just focus on that. Well, luckily I'd taken Gene's video course and started making videos obviously that mm-hmm. before I even went on on my own Yeah, and had a YouTube channel, Facebook page, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and you know, just had to push through with it and, you know, it would work on my quote unquote date, no days off, but on my days that I wasn't physically pushing, yeah. it was in the office, editing videos, making content, doing stuff like that, learning different editing softwares. And, and now to think of, you know, where I started with, you know, uh, what, uh, my cell phone video, yeah. which there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Um, to now I've got, you know, a very, very, very nice Canon camera with, you know, lens that costs more than the camera. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just, yeah. You, you got to take it up at the next stuff, level yeah, if you sure. want to get better. You know, I'm, 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 you know, you know, getting the nice mics and getting the better video quality and which the video quality isn't, I don't think quite as important, but um, the audio is probably in my opinion, probably. Yeah. Don't let, I would say just don't let the video quality prevent you from actually doing it. So Absolutely. start and make Absolutely. 50 videos or a hundred videos of your iPhone. They're fine. I mean, if you have yep. a phone that's anything less than three years ago, or I mean, maybe even more, the, the camera's fine. It's good. Yeah. It's an iPhone it's 5 or 6 okay. or a, yeah. a Note 5 or whatever. It's, yeah. Galaxy, um, whatever. It's fine. Yep. So mm-hmm. you, you, have, you have all these people in your life that you met at MTE and stuff. Like I've talked about it before. A lot of people have talked about the importance of MTE and networking and doing all that. So 
what's how is the importance of having these either like kind of coaches, mentors, um, friends in this industry to guide you along there? And I know it's important, but but how can others seek seek that out? Is that still possible? Are people still available? How can you find and build those relationships? Absolutely. It's, oh, it's absolutely possible. Um, there's so many guys out there that are more than willing to lend a hand, talk, chat, um, me being one of them. I mean, I've had so many guys reach out to me throughout the years of, of yeah. video stuff, any, any, literally anything. I will chat about anything. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know, just getting in touch with the right people. And there's a lot of guys with the same helping mindset that, you know, like you and I have, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, man, call me, message me. If I can't chat right now, I'll get back to you and we'll Some chat point, tonight yeah. or, you know, whatever. Like we'll make it work because we're all here to help everybody. You know, like, uh, you know, Paul Cord, you know, what is it? Uh, rising tides, you know, raise all ships or whatnot, right. uh, you yep. know, something like something that, like you know, that. like I, I feel that, you know, me helping even my local competition. So since I started my business in 17, another, the only other local uh, shop has started up here as well. So there are obviously direct competition, but I don't see it as that way. I mean, like, so when, when I, when I, it's inevitable that you will build, that you will build direct competition. Absolutely. And he, and he listened to some of the, you know, like PDR college stuff. He'd listened to me being on that podcast. He had reached out to me. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're friends. I, I, I don't see it as competition. I don't like that word. I I think just real quick. I think this is a big fear of a lot of people is that if you are outspoken, if you share your videos, if you share things, then you will build up competition and that will prevent, that will take away or detract from you. I completely disagree with that. Um, I'm thankful that my competition did not do it. And I've mentioned this a couple other times before, but I'm in Sacramento, California. I am bullseyes and Keith's direct competition and have been for 15 years or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm thankful that he didn't not do the, he could have not done the podcast with the fear that the local competitor with dent pro would learn too much and be too much and take away from him. That's not true. We've both grown mm-hmm. simultaneously. I think he has four or five guys now and we have four or five guys and all we're doing is expanding the industry as a whole. So mm-hmm. I'm exhibit A, you're, you're another example of like you kind of built, helped, and trained another quote unquote competitor, someone who has a shop that's, I don't know how far away from you. Don't let that prevent you from putting out that info and creating what you want to create because it will mm-hmm. not hurt. Yeah. I mean, like I had, uh, you know, other techs ask me, you know, like, Hey, what are your thoughts on, you know, you having another, you yeah. know, direct competitor, non-in-house direct, yeah. actual direct competitor. And I went, man, as long as his pricing is halfway decent, <laughs> I really cool. don't care. Like yeah. if he's going to be fixing stuff for 50 bucks, then, then we'll, have uh, well, yeah, that's, that's going to, that, whatever yeah. that we're going to have a, he, he, I, quite frankly, I don't think he's going to he wouldn't have a business that long yeah. um, in my opinion, <laughs> but um, especially with, you know, fortunate enough for me, you know, I'm working at, at home. I don't have, you know, a shop overhead. Sure. I mean, I do to a personal level, yeah. but I mean, you know, I don't have a $1,500 rent payment every yeah. month, you know, on top of everything else. 100%. So that was my only thought on it. Um, and me, him and some other body shops have all, you know, frequently chat together, talking mm-hmm. about things. So it's like, and, and that body shop has the same mindset, you know, like, you know, why would we not want to chat with others in the industry and help everybody? Like that's the growth mindset right there is that, you know, that it's potential for everybody to grow. The fixed mindset says, no, it's, it's competition. I need to do work against them. I need to be against them instead of collaborating to build, um, very Mm -hmm. important stuff. 
So yeah, having others in the industry, others you can call on, others you can help, they're available, they're out there, reach out to them, Instagram, Facebook, go to the MTE. That's the easiest way. Everybody's there then. Um, really cool, man. And, and so many people are so even more in a comfortable state at MTE. Yeah. Even local, even competitors. Uh, like, okay, so like my local competitor, I saw him at MTE last year, or in Orlando, I should say last year, but Orlando this year. Yeah. And Hey man, what's going on? Good to see you out here. I didn't know you were coming out. Blah blah blah. Neutral like you know turf. what I mean? Like yeah, and, and it doesn't matter because I would be that way no matter what. But yeah. to, to a, I know that's a, a common thought from a lot of people is oh well yes. I don't want to see my local company. Like no dude, everybody's disarmed. Everybody's just like mm-hmm. you know we're cool. Like Let's learn how, how's how's uh you know how's the work over at so and so shop been doing? I know you got them now. Like yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah you know you know what I mean? Like yep. you know everybody's so cool and you know and. And oftentimes a lot of guys are not talking to the direct competition so they can speak even more freely than they probably would. You know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah. you know, talking about pricing, I mean, I've got so many guys that I'll be texting or sending photos of damage just to be like, Hey man, what do you think? Did I get like, the right well, number? Yeah. 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 And, and I, and I, I really enjoy doing that, you know, even, man. even with, you know, whether it be local competition or, or, you know, friends out on the East and West coast, you know, like yeah. just chatting about, I don't know anything like yeah. I, I guess I just see it as a positive yeah. and, and it's going to only help the whole entire industry and, and don't think that, okay. So after I went out on my own, I do, I do want to touch on this. Don't yes. think that it was all again, rainbows and sh- sunshine. Mm-hmm. Like I had the first few months when I started that I was like, what the heck am I doing? What do you, why did you do that? Like you had a, a good, stayed. you know, good, mom, good mom setup going right. at, <laughs> You know what I mean? Good setup. And don't, and I, I totally had that, but talking to those same technicians, they'd be like, Jack, just, it, it, it's not, it's not overnight, snap your fingers and you're, you know, stupid ransack busy and you're hiring three guys. Like yeah. it's, it's a slow process. You just started a month ago or two months yeah. ago, whatever. And even now, like looking back in the numbers, there was absolutely no reason for me to be scared, but you're still going to have that that feeling, yeah. that fear, yeah. fear of doubt. Um, yeah. and, and so I, I'm not trying to say that I'm just a, like I said, all rainbows and unicorns and everything's going happy, do lucky all the time. No, there's yeah. a lot of times when you're going to doubt yourself, but that's part of the process, man. But you, yeah, that's the, that's the joy of that. When you overcome that, then you realize that you can not unstoppable, but as you come up against those fears or adversities and then you overcome those things, that's when you get the confidence for like, okay, I can do anything. Like if I can build this business, if I want to have a million dollar business with five technicians, I can do that. If I want yep. to do X, I can do that. You start building that confidence. Um, but you had surrounded yourself with people. You had people one-on-one and I think you actually had like a group you were involved in or, or, or somebody that was like weekly calls to keep you accountable to what you were doing. Did that come uh, later or was that? that no, that was, that would have yeah. been later. So it, it was monthly coaching calls yeah. um, through iHeart Dance, which is Gene Freddie and Dave Stream. I'm still yeah. actually on those. Nice. Um, we actually have one scheduled for thursday this week there so we've got every month yep um normally it's like i'll type up like some general notes about what we talk they record the conversation mm-hmm. we do it all on zoom um and it's um you know just keeping keeping accountable like i've even joked with them about it like so for for quite a while i, I had um some folders made up to where i could put people's you know hail damage estimate their pre and post scan documents insurance paperwork all that stuff so i can sure. give them kind of a packet essentially for stuff and i remember having that talk the one month saying the next month I'm going to have those ordered literally the day of the coaching call. I called up the place and said, yeah, I need to get those made literally because I have a coaching call. I told them I would. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and like, like Gene said, you know, I'm a self-starter and I still have those little 
issues or problems with, with myself. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's funny on how that stuff works out to where, you know, just having the little bit of accountability and then somebody to actually follow through and push you through it. Um, it can be so beneficial, Um, you know, from, you know, book recommendations to, to God, there's so many, so sales, sales was a huge thing. And I, I still mostly focus on, actually I do, I focus on sales. And that was one thing that Gene really helped me get over like the first, you know, over a thousand dollar repair on hail. Like, yeah. oh, oh my God. Oh. That's not possible. That's not or, possible. Or for, you know, like that's not yeah. possible. You can only charge, you know, $300 for the den. You're charging a thousand or 1200. Yeah. And now it's not any, I just quoted one today. So, yeah. I mean, it's not a big deal. And you didn't I guess, want to my, do it at that price either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, my biggest thing was always the, um, always wanting to be taught about the sales process because, um, you know, and not from a sleazy standpoint, obviously, but I mean, just a being able, being able to read people's body language to Mm -hmm. determine what they're thinking. Um, you know, Nicholas Boothman's book at, that he presented at the, uh, advanced skills seminar that I really picked up a lot from that. And then, you know, shout out to Keith for introducing, I think all the PDR guys on that book. So, uh, and many more. Um, but you know, it's just, that was always my biggest thing that I enjoyed the most is the sailing process. So like today, like I was just telling you this earlier, this guy was kind of, um, going back and forth on some pricing things and thoughts and stuff like that. And if I didn't have any of that type of training to that level, I would have totally buckled and been like, Oh, I, uh, you know, maybe I can do it for that. Like, no, I, I quite, I didn't even really want to do it at that price. So, yeah. and that was an improvement price already. Help you out, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm trying to give you a, a trying to help you. And, but anyways, that's so yeah. right there, that was a, you know, and then on top of that, you know, doing the thousand dollar plus repairs for a smash, yeah. um, you know, to where I know that there's body shops in town that'll paint a panel for three, four hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Like, in every and, in and every, every city in, in this country. In every city in this country, and there's yeah. there's body shops that'll paint stuff for free. Uh, well, not quite free, but yeah. it seems like it. Yeah. And you know, and there's and there's a dent guy. There's multiple dent guys in my market that'll fix exactly. a whole car for fifty bucks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so Doesn't don't think matter. that it's oh wow, South Dakota or Sioux Falls is this yeah. great haven of high price. No, it's not. No, it's not yeah. at all. Um. Um. Just you yeah, have to find you got to find those customers. customer because because and even t- talking to the, I felt kind of weird ex- explaining this to the customer this morning because he yeah. was a nacho not your customer yeah, yeah but explaining to him on the whole fact of you know he was talking about oh wow you must stay really busy I'm like no no, no it's it's it, I do but it's not to the level that you would think and he's like yeah. well what do you mean and I said well just because a person has a dent in their car they're not my customer yeah kind of was paused like what and I'm like. Because everybody that gets a dent fixed, and I'm like, quite frankly, sir, I'm not saying anything against you, but you quite frankly don't really care about this dent. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Trust yeah. me, I have a car. If I didn't, if I got dents in my 05 Yukon and I didn't know how to do PDR, would I pay somebody to do it? No, I don't care. <laughs> and not. and that and it, which, you know, but you know, it's just not everybody's your customer. You have to, you know, but doing the right marketing yeah. and Finding that right stuff. customer, knowing how to sell the well, high prices, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have to work into that. You know, it's not like 100%. you just, you, you can't just go outside, look at a dent and go, yeah, 1200 bucks mm-hmm. and have no explanation for it prior because they're just going to go, whoa, whoa. Uh, you know, so-and-so said, you know, yep. 300, yeah. not even that normally. So yeah. Um, and I like having you on saying that because there's a lot of guys that are in big cities, right? Like, like Gene Fetty's in Pittsburgh, you got Bryce Kelly down in Florida and you got 
Keith in California and you got guys in Seattle and Texas and you're like, yeah, but like, those are all big cities. Like obviously there's people that own nice cars on that. You're, you're in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Like yeah, I'm about 180,000 people, hundred percent sure if I could pin that directly on the map without looking. And so you're in, in a, you know, I don't want to say obscure, but a small city that's not, it's not Dallas or LA or Seattle or, you know, uh, Fort whatever. So, and it's still possible. It's possible in every mm-hmm. city in this country, um, whether it's big or small or whatever, there's those people that love their cars in, in every city. Yep. Um, and that's proof of it. So that's awesome. And, and you just have to find them. Yeah, find them. And, and the right marketing content. So yeah, YouTube is a find huge them. one for me. <laughs> yeah. That will find them because they'll, they'll go, well, I watched that video or I yeah. watched a video of yours. And then I always like to ask, well, which one was it? Yeah, which video? Well, I think it was this one. I'm like, well, I've got like three of those, I think off the top of my head. And they're like, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, like you fixed three of those road. trucks or what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or something like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean like the guy that came this morning, he watched a, uh, he kept calling it a charger, but a Dodge Challenger. Trust me, I would know. I love that car. Red flag. So, um, so yeah, yeah, right. So, um, and, and it, yeah, um, but anyway, so it's just you know the right customers will find your content, um, mm. and but you have to know how to use that content as well. You know, like you can't just you you could just throw up videos, but you got to be able to have the skill to fix it. And then, you know, some general knowledge of the social media platform you're using, you know, like, 100%, yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, man, coming to the end of it. Um, like I said, in the beginning, I come back to one, one piece of tactical advice. So that's hard. I know it's a tough question there. You, you do 20 different things. So I'll set the scenario. We got guys that are just beginning. Someone's doing, someone's good. They're good at dent repair. They can fix dents. They maybe can't do all the smashes, but they can make people happy. Right. They're doing, couple little dealers or some, maybe some pot lots or rock lots, whatever we call them, mm-hmm. a couple retails here and there, they're doing five to 7,000 bucks, right? Somewhere around there mm-hmm. a month. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing they can do without spending a bunch of money or hiring a marketing professional or everything? What's the biggest th- direction you can push them in to, to start building up to, to start getting that retail business? Retail do you business? have one oh, thing? Vid- videos. Videos. Hands down. No, no, no hesitation whatsoever there. Videos. Um, even, even a bad video, like just there's plenty, there's plenty of them on YouTube. I mean, of of poor repairs from even dent guys, like it's kind of mind blowing, but whatever. Um, but just content and because, because video is so widely accepted throughout the platform, not so much Instagram, but like Facebook loves videos. Facebook loves live videos. Um, so use those to your advantage. I mean, You know, it, it, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, not everybody's per- You're not going to be perfect every time. I mean, go back and look at my videos in 2017 that were made on my phone only without even yeah. a microphone to now. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't get there overnight. It takes years yep. of, of production and working and doing it. And, and yeah. And I would it, say it, you'll, ne- you'll never succeed unless you start. So don't you, we've all seen yep. the video st- set up that people have, they have like nice cameras and mics and and tripods and, and gimbals. So it's all smooth. Like don't, don't worry about like, take a, take a before, during and after. I like the durings. Don't have to do that. Take a minimum, bare minimum, take a before video and after video, maybe somehow put your logo on there. You can do all this on your phone. Super easy and do a voiceover or talk during it or whatever. Put it up on YouTube. The only way you're ever going to get better is if you start you know, not being perfect. And as you go, it'll get better. You agree with that? Just start. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I had that exact talk. So I've got a local 
barber shop that wants me to do some videos for them and he's starting to do it on his phone. I had to tell him this exact same, literally this exact same conversation, dude, you need to just make them just do it. Just do what, whatever you're going to do. Great, you need to do. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, and I was like, go back on any of the nice YouTube channels that you mm-hmm. love to watch. Cause he was mm-hmm. telling me all about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. look at their first video. Scroll just down. It. it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's the right people will start to come to you and you're going to, well, up your game. Like, like me, I was automatically driven to want to do better production, you know, getting away yeah. from editing on my phone to going on a computer, which holy cow, that's a big, like a yeah. professional editing software. Big that's a big yeah. jump. That's a lot. Of, but like in the winter time, when I get slower, that's when I do all, that's when I can learn all go. that stuff. Um, but yeah, so videos, um, Instagram doing, doing, uh, pictures before and after pictures, obviously. Um, I mean, look at, look at a lot of the stuff, you know, you and myself are doing as well as, uh, you know, Mike Toledo, he's always posting on there. Always. Yeah. Always. always. And I, I enjoy the watching master it. of the lives. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Every right. Day. right. So, or Don, him but, and Don Cavanaugh maybe. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that would be my biggest push for people that, especially trying to get into the retail side of it. Um, not only get, do videos, but get yourself on camera. A before and after yeah. video is fantastic. Yes, put your face the next. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yep. So get yeah, your face involved. Sure. Literally a selfie style. Like I said, go back to my beginning videos. That's what I was doing. Turn on the gimbal. selfie mode, explain the dent, then do a before yep. and after or yep. something hey, because it, people want to yeah. see the technician who's going to do the work. Is what yep. and, and you'd be surprised at how many people come to me and they're like, oh yeah. They'll either call me and they'll be like, wait, you're, you're, jet, you're the guy in the you're video, the right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> or they come to me. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, you're the wait. And then they start looking around the shop. Like, this is the place I saw on YouTube. Oh yeah. man, this is clean. This is really clean. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's funny that the, the that amount of good. support that you get good. from people and they love it. So that's awesome. All right. Last question. Um, I've decided I'm going to ask this to, um, probably enter every interview I do as long as they're a PDR technician. Um, mm-hmm. what do you think about the state of our industry? Do you think, um, we have a long way to go. Do you think we're just in the beginning? Do you think we're on the downslope and PDR is going to be shit in five years? What do you think? It's definitely not going to be shit in five years. I can tell you that. Um, no, it's going to, it's, it's, I think we're just at the, the like there's too many right texts. Spurt. There's too many texts. No, 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 Every, no, no, every no, debt no, repair is going to be no, no, pretty no. bumped. There's, no, there's okay. not, there's not, there, I don't, um, I guess, I don't know. I don't think that there's ever really going to be too many texts. I know on your, one of your last podcasts, you talked yeah. about how much, how much work is out there at the body shops are fixing that we can just do. at the body shops. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I thought that was a absolute fantastic point to bring up because it really helps open people's eyes. Like mm-hmm. everybody thinks, Oh, well, 10 guys in a, in a town. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, nine. I bet we've got thir- 13. In Sioux Falls. 13 guys in Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls. we've got 180,000 people in this town. Jeez. So, I mean, just do the math there. But yeah. Um, anyway, so it, I don't, I see it as in its learning stage. I know, in my opinion, I think a lot of the credit has to go to PDR College um, and starting off and getting people motivated. And I mean, I know that if it, like I said before, if it wasn't for them, I'd probably still be in in-house tech and be just. Eh, okay. Happy is happy. Good. You know, I, whatever. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I, I feel like the more people that are educated, like you said, again, uh, not to just basically copy what you said, but I, I think you nailed it, uh, you know, hit the nail on the head is the more people that are out there doing PDR, the more people are going to be out there promoting it. Well, hopefully they are. Um, and that'll be bringing attention to the industry more so that people aren't more so apted to go to the body shop for their three inch den. I mean, I've got 
car literally coming in your day, 19 Chevy pickup, uh, left rear door, uh, it's aluminum. I don't know, it's, I just saw pictures from the body shop, but 12 to 14 inches of damage on the lower body line. Yeah. They brought that to a body shop and the body shop's like, eh, we're gonna have our dent guy fix it because we don't have time to do it this week and we'll know he'll get it done. And I'm yeah. like, man, that's a nasty dent. Yeah. Like, that needs a door, I think. Yeah. But let's give it a shot. It. <laughs> let's give it a I'll shot. Give it a shot. And they and they know they're they're like, Yeah, Jackie, like, you you can I think you can And then you get the video then you get the camera out and take the before video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well that's part of the I think that's a lot of things that that, and that's kind of weird to say, but uh, you're, no, you're accountable, favorite, accountable to the, to the before video on the camera. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> no, no. I was thinking, I was oh. thinking to myself of, of the fact of a lot of times I see those big smashes and there might be doubt in my mind and, oh, I, and yeah. I'm not always perfect, but sure. I look at it. I look at some like that, that challenger video. I looked at that and went, man, that after video for advertising is going to be so, gonna so, be good. so <laughs> that I need to do this. Like, and that's what motivates me to For do sure. the big smashes is like, and when you got the before and after picture and video of that, man, that's going to cement a lot of customers in your yeah. industry that or people that watch that and go, oh, you can fix that. Like, yeah. I didn't know that. Was no, it's not all, it's not all quarter size dense. Trust me, as much as I would love to fix quarter size dense all day long, just not the case. No, okay. not the case. So that's great, man. I hope a lot of people learn from this. I think they did. Um, if you have any questions, like you said, for Jack and you want to reach out to him, how do they do that? Uh, just uh, Facebook, Jack Bucknell. Um, you can reach my business page on Facebook, Sioux Falls Dent Repair, or on Instagram at Sioux underscore Falls underscore Dent underscore Repair. <laughs> a little long. Or my YouTube page, Sioux. Uh, yep, so just search it. Yep, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, that would be a lot easier. Yeah. Um, or like YouTube, Sioux Falls Dent Repair. I mean, you can literally probably type in Google and it pop. I know I dominate yeah, the sure. crap out of the full front page, but. Um, <laughs> You know, obviously we don't have Yelp really out here, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah. And, and, and if you, and if anybody's got any questions about anything I talked about or wants to talk more about, I really like videos. I mean, you can chat about that, but uh, yeah. so anything dent repair related or business, whatever, anything I feel like I can help you with, or you think that I can help you with, I'd be more than happy to help. And if I can't, I can probably point you in the direction of somebody right. that can, and I'd be more than happy to. So awesome, man. Thanks for coming on, Jack. I really appreciate yep. it. Absolutely, man. It's been great being on here and I appreciate the invite. So thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, then the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, then you can find me on Instagram by searching for the PDR Coach or find me on my website at coachcoreyk.com, C-O-R-Y-K.com. Thank you for listening and I'll be back next week.